Hello. Welcome to Elisha Space, a mental health podcast, and I'm your host, Camila. First, as we begin, I'd just like to make it clear, I am not feeling well. I have a flu and uh, my voice, so it's not that good. You'll have to pardon me for that. Yes, I'm not feeling well and my voice has been affected. Good. Now that's done. Um, today's topic is quite interesting because I have quite an experience with it. And I believe majority of you out there have an experience with this too. Now, before I tell you the topic, I'll just like to ask you three questions. Okay? Three questions. Or if you've ever found yourself in a scenario between these three questions. And the first is, have you ever been in a relationship with someone who at first was very charming and charismatic, but then when you get to know them, they start love bombing you? Like, um... They text you or call you every day. They want you, whenever they call you, they want you to pick the call that time. Leave everything you're doing. Talk to them. Give them the time. And whenever they see you with other people, they become very envious. They start questioning you. You know, they feel like they own you and such. Have you ever been in such a situation? Or two, have you ever been in a workplace where your boss is very, very self-entitled. Like whatever he says or she says should be passed on as the final solution. So they do not have any kind of second thoughts. Like they do not listen to the employees, um, alternative thoughts or ideas. And it's just about them. It's, I am your boss. Whatever I say sticks. You either adhere to what I do or pack your things and leave. Have you ever been in such kind of a workplace dealing with such kind of a boss or a supervisor? Third, do you have a friend or a family member who has like a thousand photos on Instagram or an attention seeker? They feel like whenever they're out either in public or in private, all their attention should be on them. They try as much as they can to get the spotlight and for the longest period they can if you can subscribe to any of these three scenarios or if you've ever been in any of these scenarios then I have news for you you have been dealing with a narcissist person yes so today's topic is about narcissism and I hope you will enjoy and learn from it like the way I did while I was compiling this episode now before I get to explain even what narcissism is, I'd like to share a story. It's quite personal. So uh, I had a friend. So I had a friend who we were quite close. We are still close. And she used to open up to me, really. And this is a true story, by the way. So I remember once, it's sometime back, I think like two years ago, this lady calls me during a conversation and she's like, oh, you know what? There's this guy who is hitting on me. Now, this guy in person is actually a mutual friend. I know him too. And I know, I have known that this lady friend of mine has had a big crush on this guy. So when this guy came out to ask her out, 
she was beyond herself she was so happy i mean i mean this is my crush i've always you know had a thing for him now he's finally come over to me and you know has asked me out to be the girlfriend and i'm so excited i'm like girl i'm so happy for you congratulations so you know like i wish guys said that was like no he just asked me today and i couldn't keep the news i had to tell you i was like yeah i'm so happy now this guy is very very charismatic he's charming you know he has you know these people who know what they want and they go for it they are very eloquent you know they know how to present themselves out there in public he's everything you need in a partner so i know my girlfriend had fallen for the right thing here now ho ho <laughs> what was going to faces in the future will amaze you so this case pick up well because she will highlight me here and there how the relationship was going and it went on well for a while until now it became quite hectic now this guy will literally call this lady and whenever he calls her and he finds her maybe she is busy the guy gets mad and he's like what are you doing why are you not creating time for me hmm huh and you know he starts questioning and the lady was quite um at first he was baffled like okay what's wrong like i've had a life i mean i like the guy but i have a life i can't drop everything to just listen to you know i mean i have friends i have family members because even whenever the guy will call the lady and phone the lady is maybe busy on a call because actually this um these two are in a long distance relationship so most of the relationship um during the first um phase of their relationship it was just through phone calls or video calls so whenever the guy calls the lady and um, he finds her, her phone busy the guy will be mad so when the lady will finish with her calls and calls the guy the girl start quarreling her like whom are you talking to hmm? are you cheating on me and and so on and so forth and the lady was now feeling not um he was not speculating this like okay this is like a red flags but the lady is in love here i mean he, she has had a crush on this guy for the longest period so she's like oh, i mean maybe he loves me so much that's why he's quite insecure but it didn't just end up on calls insecurity the guy will literally call call the lady at 1 a.m. in the morning and if the lady doesn't speak he gets mad like bro you called me in the middle of the night and if i don't speak you get mad or sometimes whenever they are testing let's say on whatsapp so the guy sends a text or a message to this lady and if the lady sometimes yeah she can be online but maybe she's just looking at um status you know videos and all that but of course you can see she's online so the guy sees this lady is online and she hasn't replied to my test um in two minutes the guy blocks the lady yes he blocks her really so he feels if i text you i don't care what you're doing but i am only giving you one minute to reply to my message wow wow so it became quite hectic and you know what was really um weird about this relationship was i don't think it even took them long to start this kind of back and forth it's it was around like two three months and you know i was expecting them to still be in the honey face mood until this lady comes and shares to me i'm like okay i think there might be a problem in this relationship because this guy is a narcissist 
And the, and my friend was like, okay, what is that? And I was like, you don't know what narcissism is? She does not know what that is. So I told her, now go and research what that is and you come and tell me if this guy has any of those characteristics. The lady goes, does research and calls me. And she tells me, Camila, oh my God, I have never known about this thing, but I have been dealing with a narcissistic person. Yes. Um, unfortunately, the lady decided to call it quits because it was just too much on her. Um, she felt like she was carrying a mental baggage that she could not manage. Excuse, that she could not manage. She decided to take her leave. So, yeah, she's now single. <laughs> and I know she had a very huge crush on this guy, but it was too much for her. She felt she can't keep on answering to someone. Um, she can't keep on being blocked and blocked, being blocked and blocked. Like that circle of, that vicious circle of toxicity. Yeah, she was tied with that and she decided, she decided to walk out. Well, she was lucky. Others out here are not. And that is why I want to highlight today. So, I hope this story at least has given you a clue to what I'm going to talk about. And if you've never ever heard of the word narcissism, well, you have heard it today and I'm going to tell you all about it. So, stay tuned. Okay, welcome to today's episode. And we are going to talk about narcissism. Okay, pardon me if I spell it strongly. English is not my first language, and yeah, I'm not feeling well either. Not that I'm blaming on my sickness, but yeah, English is not my first language, so pardon if I kind of misspell it. It's quite a hectic time to keep on repeating it throughout this episode. So let me ask for your forgiveness all in advance. So narcissism is extreme self-involvement to the degree that it makes a person ignore the needs of those around them. Are we clear till there? Narcissism is extreme self-involvement to the degree that it makes a person ignore the needs of those around them. Now, while other people might show um, narcissistic behavior, the true narcissist frequently disregard others or their feelings. They also do not understand the effect that their behavior has on other people. Now, it's important to note that the narcissism trait um, is a part of a larger personality disorder. So not every narcissistic person is a, has a narcissistic personality disorder. Not everybody. Since narcissism is a spectrum, so in this spectrum, people who are at the highest end of the spectrum are those that are classified as uh, people as narcissists with narcissistic personality disorder. But the others who are still having narcissistic disorders may fall on the lower end of the narcissistic spectrum. Now, people who show signs of narcissism can often be very charming and charismatic. They often don't show any kind of negative behavior right away, especially in relationship. It usually shows off later in the relationship. And also people who show narcissism often like to surround themselves with people who feed into their ego. They build relationships to reinforce their ideas about themselves, even if this relationship are superficial. Now, 
how can you know that you have narcissism? There is something called um, criteria, um, narcissistic personality disorder criteria. So the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorder, which is DSM-5, lists nine criteria for NPD, but it specifies that someone only needs to meet five of them to clinically qualify as a narcissist. Now, there are nine criteria, but if you meet five of them, then you can you cl- can be clinically qualified as a narcissist. So which criteria are this? One, you have a grandiose sense of self-importance. I hope I hope I've spelled the grandiose well. Again, English is not my first language, so kindly pardon me. Second, you have a preoccupation of fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. The third, you have the belief that you are special and unique and can only be understood by or should be associated with other special or high status people. Fourth, you need admiration, you need extra attention. Fifth, you have a sense of entitlement. Six, you have an exploitative behavior where you like to even manipulate others to get what you want. Seventh, you lack empathy. Eighth, you envy others or believe that others are envious of you. Ninth and the last, you have a demonstration of arrogance and haughty behaviors or attitude. Now, from these nine criteria, do you fall in any of them? Or do you think five really, really suit your characters? Okay, finally, actually, what um, narcissism is, I think at the end of the day, it just boils down to selfishness at the expense of others, plus you having the inability to consider other people's feelings at all. So basically, that's narcissism. And also from the criteria, if you qualify to around five, then yeah, you're a narcissist. But don't worry, it's not like um, it's the end of the world. Of course, I'll discuss more about this later if you find out that you're a narcissist. Then what should you do? I'll say that. I'll explain it later on this episode. Now, what are the types of narcissism? There are two different types. One is grandiose narcissism. So people with this behavior were most likely treated as if they were superior or above others during childhood. These expectations can follow them as they become adults, and they tend to brag and be elitist. Those with grandiose narcissism are aggressive, dominant, exaggerate their importance, and they are very self-confident and and they are not sensitive at all. Second, we have the vulnerable narcissism. Now, this kind of behavior is usually the result of childhood neglect or abuse. People with this behavior are much more sensitive. Um, Narcissistic behavior helps to protect them against feelings of inadequacy. 
Even though they go between feeling inferior and superior to others, they feel offended or anxious when others don't treat them as if they're special. Now, from these two types of narcissism, which is grandiose and vulnerable, you'll realize that mostly they stem from childhood and um, it's when one um, which is vulnerable, um, they get neglected or abused. And the second, which is grandiose, they get treated Maybe when the childhood they get treated like they are the only people in the world, and they got to feel like they are entitled. You know, they're given anything at their disposal and all that. Now, what causes narcissism? It's not really known what causes narcissism, but this disorder might be linked to three things, and that is environment which is mismatch in parents-child relationship with either excessive adoration or excessive criticism that is purely attuned to the child's experience. You know, gets where even the two types comes from. It usually comes from the environment, especially when you are a child. Second, it might be genetics, um, which are inherited characteristics. And finally, it might be neurobiology, which is the connection between the brain, the, be the behavior, and thinking. Now, we're done with the causes. Now, what are the signs of narcissism? Hmm. Now, I'm going to share 15, but I will narrow down to around six in which I'll give um, in-depth explanation. So for the 15, I'm just going to mention them, but I will explain in-depthly for about which are six main of them. Okay? Cool. Um, so... In no particular order, signs include um, feeling superior and entitled, um, attention speaking, mainly these people are perfectionists, they are controlling, they are irresponsible, they lack boundaries, they lack empathy, everything to them is a threat, they lack emotional reasoning, they have split personalities, they fear rejection. They constantly have anxiety, they have, they have a shame, they're unable to feel vulnerable and also unable to communicate. Now, those are 15. So if you subscribe to any of those, majority of those, you might have an issue. And of course, as I said, narcissism is a spectrum. So you might be down low there on the spectrum. Or if you like subscribe to all these 15, you're probably up there and you need help initially expand on it later on this episode now i'm going on six of them in-depthly and the first is sense of entitlement now this is like the most common <laughs> sign of narcissistic people they usually believe they're superior to others and they deserve special treatment so they believe that you should be obedient to their wishes and that rules do not apply to them the second one is manipulative behavior. This is also another very common trait. So these people usually feel like they usually manipulate others and main, uh, main manipulation tactic they usually employ, one is belittling. They'll belittle others and then cover it up with phrases like, can't you take a joke? Come on, I was joking, but we're also thinking about it and such kind of phrases. Second, they usually like playing the victim. Now, let's take a scenario whereby you tell someone that um, I hate it when you talk about this topic. 
and then what they tell you is like something like okay fine then i won't ever talk again seriously i say don't talk about this topic it's not like you never talk again now make make it feel like um i'm the bad person in this conversation have you ever dealt with people like this they like playing the victims yes narcissistic trait now the third one is they always need admiration and these people always feel the need to be praised and admired um they need to have validation from others and often brag or exaggerate their accomplishment for recognition fourth they lack empathy now this means that the narcissistic are unwilling or unable to empathize with other people's needs wants or feelings which makes it difficult for them to take responsibility of their own behavior fifth is arrogance people with narcissistic behavior already see themselves as superior so they may become rude or abusive when they don't receive the treatment that they think they deserve while they hold themselves superior they may speak or act rudely towards those that they deem inferior which is very very bad and um the sixth which i'm going to cover more is about envious these guys are jealous they don't want to see you talking to other people without them if you like um have a different uh group of friends they feel like you have left them you have abandoned them and they want all the attentions to them if you give to someone else they become jealous they kind of try to um close you in this cage of just being you and them alone and no one else that is a bad trait and it's nas- very very narcissistic now very very weird enough but there are benefits to being narcissistic yes as they say there's nothing bad without the good you know everything that is good has its bad or anything that is bad has its good so the same case applies here now research has discovered some benefits in relatively high but subclinical narcissism such as increased mental toughness um performing well in high pressure situation and this kind of people usually have high achievement in school and in and in the job Additionally, they have a heightened sense of self-worth, which may also make them more motivated and assertive than others. Other research has linked narcissism to lower incidence of depression. Because you know they have self sense worth for them, you know. They have high sense of self-worth, so their depression levels may be quite low, so that's a benefit for them. So, now you realize that you have a friend or a family member who is narcissistic how do you deal with that now navigating a relationship with a narcissist can be deeply frustrating and distressing in their quest for control and admiration narcissistic people may manipulate and exploit others damaging their self esteem and even aiming to alter their sense of reality Arguing with this kind of person is usually fruitless. So don't you try or bother yourself arguing with a narcissist. Don't. It's you're wasting your time there. Do not. 
But a more successful solution is to establish boundaries and emotionally distance yourself from them. Recognize that you may not be able to control your feelings about a person, but you can control how you respond to them. Good idea? Yup. Now, cutting ties with a narcissistic partner, family member, or a boss may eventually be the best if not the only solution. In that process, it's helpful to reflect on the characteristics of the individual to avoid finding oneself in similar scenarios in the future. Now, how do you deal with a narcissistic boss? You're not dealing with a partner who is a narcissist, might have its own ways, but what if it's your boss that you're talking about here? Now, first, manage your expectation. Align your successes with your boss. Second, draw boundaries. And third, do not argue, justify, or explain yourself. Because if you try to argue or justify, you will never reach a common ground and the boss will feel intimidated about you. They might even fire you. So avoid that. These and other tactics can help you navigate an assist, an assist in the workplace. Now, so... What will you do if you are trauma-bounded to a person who is narcissistic? First, educate yourself. Learn everything that you need to know about narcissism. How it works, the characteristics, their conditioning, especially if it's a partner, see like what kicks them off, such, such kind, okay? Second, make a choice. Now, you know this person is narcissistic, you have read everything about narcissism. Now, what will I do? Should I leave this relationship or should I keep on fighting for this relationship? Which I highly, highly, highly suggest you do not dare. Don't go that path. Do not. Keep staying in a relationship with a narcissistic person is quite hard unless them themselves know about it and they want to seek help. In which it might be quite difficult because, you know, they feel they're at the top of the world and what are you telling them, huh? And finally, be prepared. So if you have already educated yourself, you've made a choice, now be prepared of your choice. Whatever choice you've made, if you've decided to leave, cool. If you've decided to stay, then what else? What next? Am I going to live with this person the whole of my life? Is this the kind of life I want? Ask yourself, ask yourself those questions. Now, dealing with a narcissist is quite difficult, you know, especially those with high levels of narcissism, but they may learn how to recognize their behavior with the right treatment. This can help to improve their lives and the lives of those around them. Historically, narcissists do not seek help since it doesn't fit the self-image they have of themselves. They may, they may need the encouragement of a loved one to help them seek out professional help. If you recognize that you're in a relationship with an assist, you can change your dynamic in the relationship and challenge your partner to alter how they view you and your relationship. It is possible to change the way your partner looks and looks at you and help them mitigate some of the effects of narcissistic behavior. If you recognize narcissism in yourself, now you realize I am a narcissist, what will you do? First, 
begin to change your self-esteem to self-compassion. This means treating yourself with kindness instead of comparing yourself to others. You can stop evaluating yourself against others, lowering your need for praise and recognition. And finally, especially if you have you are an, you have a narcissistic personality disorder, kindly seek help. Kindly seek help. If you realize you are a narcissist, kindly seek help. You can seek therapy and or join a support group that might help you mitigate this disorder. I know of someone who um, did try to, you know, he was in and out of relationship and he was wondering what is wrong with him until he came across um, an article about narcissism only for him to realize apparent, apparently he's narcissistic. So um, he went ahead to seek help and in uh, during his therapy session, he was actually told he has a narcissistic personality disorder. So he's currently going through therapy and also he has joined a certain um, narcissistic support group which has helped him a long way. Right now he's married with a wife and kid. It might not be easy but you identifying the problem and trying to solve it or seeking solution for it goes a long way in helping you mitigate this disorder. So kindly, seek help. I repeat, seek help. Your therapist will definitely tell you the best solution to your problem. Okay? Yes. So that's all for today about narcissism. If you have enjoyed today's topic like the way I have, kindly let me know. Um, so subscribe to our podcast. Also find us across all our social media handles as Election Space. That is Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also get more information about the work we do through our website, which is elation.space. E-L-A-T-I-O-N, full stop, S-P-A-C-E, elation.space. Get to know more about us. We have content there for you to learn, and so on and so forth. After there... I am so happy that I have this conversation and I am looking forward to meet you next week. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.